This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Gooners. Let me just sort that out. Jeez, <laughs> miles off screen there. Hello and welcome to the Gooners. Back again with you guys for another show, for another episode of our Raw Reaction series, and specifically the Arsenal transfer show. Um, sorry for the lateness of today's show. Apologies that it wasn't around at eight AM. I did say yesterday that it wasn't going to be. I was at a festival yesterday, so uh, there was no chance of me getting back from London in time. Um, but I did get back as early as feasibly possible. So surely that is worth a like uh, or a subscription if you've not already done so. This isn't going to be your only show of the day. I'm going to be doing a podcast for you guys a little bit later on with some fantastic guests too, with Drew, Mike and John joining us about 9.30 UK time. It's a little bit of a late one because I am on the Arsenal Lounge uh, with Shaheen, Mo and uh, Lev at 8pm. Uh, so make sure you check out both of them shows. A massive shout out to VJ in the chat uh, for joining up as a member. Really appreciate your support as always. And uh, I hope you enjoy your extra exclusive stuff. Uh, yes, you didn't miss the 8am show, Balazs, because there wasn't an 8am show today. It was a little bit late. Uh, dedication 101, indeed. Could you really appreciate you tuning in? And uh, I haven't missed your message, by the way. I've just been very, very busy. Um, let's kick on with the news. If you haven't, of course, already voted for us, and even if you have, why not vote again? <laughs> vote for us in the uh, Best Club Content Creator category, Premier League, for the Football Content Awards. All the information is in the description. All of that info is there. If you have Twitter, just go to www.votefortgt.com and it will even create the tweet for you so you don't have to do anything whatsoever. But we start with news that KSE is supposedly going to be giving Mikel Arteta more time to try and turn things around. This isn't a surprise. This is reported by Goal, and it's not a surprising thing to see that this is the case. We kind of knew this already, that this was going to happen. And for me, from my perspective of where I'm kind of at with this, is that at the moment, Arteta is, you know, he's doing everything he can do, which is not good enough. And we know that. And that any other club would move on from the coach right now. And we knew that, the owners were not wanting big change. They weren't wanting chopping and changes of coaches. We've, we've known this for some time. So the fact that he's not going is not, it's, it's not surprising whatsoever. 
what I would say now is that your energy, the negative energy towards the coach, which, you know, you have complete right to feel. I feel it too. I think this should be all towards the ownership right now. This you, you energy about wanting these to, to wanting the coach to be sacked has not it's it's not Arteta now for me. It's not Arteta to point the finger at because the owners are the ones that should make this decision. He is not doing a good enough job and has not done a good enough job over the course of his tenure at the club. And it is not on him to stand down. Nobody is, no manager, I'm sorry, is just going to go, no, I'm not doing a good enough job and I'm going to resign. I wouldn't if it was me. If I'm in any job and things aren't going well, I would do everything in my power to try and redeem myself, to try and turn things around. So do I have any negative energy towards Arteta wanting to continue? No, because I know that I would do the exact same thing. It is the it is on the Cronkies and on the ownership to make a decision about specifically moving on the coach. But the information that we have is that they are going to be giving him time. And, uh, and I think that's the wrong choice. But uh, we'll see what happens. Maybe things will turn around. Hopefully they do. Hector Bellerin, according to the bastion of truth that is the AFC Bell, is supposedly uh, very much still working with his agents to try and find an escape from North London with the closure of the window ever nearer. Uh, Spanish teams, the likes of Real Betis, who we knew about in the early part of the window, their, I think it was their CEO or president actually spoke out saying that Bellerin is a player that are interested in, but they weren't yet moving for him. That could still change. Villarreal, another team that we've spoken about for a long time, Sevilla and Atletico Madrid are also uh, credited with interest previously. I'd be surprised if Bellerin stayed because he desperately wants to go. And Arsenal seem to be working to move the players out they need to. It is going to be basically down to how much Arsenal are willing to drop their price for Bellerin. And I'm not surprised it's gone on this long, actually, when you consider the fact that clubs know that Arsenal want to sell. They know that Bellerin wants to go. And so at the end of the window, they can offer a very cheap price in the hope that it gets accepted. But Bellerin looking more likely that he could leave before the end of the window. Reese Nelson, uh, according to the Metro uh, and a number of other sources, supposedly have said that Feyenoord are considering a move for the England Youth International. They previously wanted to move for Ahmad Diallo of Manchester United, but he has since got injured and that has thrown that move into doubt. And so therefore, Reese Nelson has since uh, become kind of a target. It would only be a loan, um, in which case Arsenal would probably want to extend his contract to protect their value of the asset. Um, but there's been no talk of a possible contract being agreed. There's been murmurs of one being offered, but nothing in terms of it being agreed. But Feyenoord are the latest team to push ahead with a deal to try and sign Reese Nelson online. Alexandre Lacazette, meanwhile, is uh, set to stay at Arsenal for the remainder of this season, but will then leave the club on a free once his contract expires. This is something we've been talking about on the show for a long time. I've said to you all, I kind of predicted that this is what would happen. I don't think the club would extend his deal, and I don't think he would want to extend his deal. And I think he'll be happy to move on from the club at the age of 31 to find one last big contract somewhere in the summer of 2022. And look, I'm fine with it. I knew that we weren't going to be signing a striker this season. It wasn't ever going to be the time for us to do that. And it looked like next summer would be. I also don't think there are a plethora of options in the striking department. The likes of Latara Martinez isn't leaving. Dusan Vlovic is not leaving Fiorentina either. 
Um, the likes of Ed, uh, Odson Edouard, I don't necessarily think would have given us more than Lacazette would this season. And so therefore we may as well wait and then see what happens with a striker next summer. That's what I would have done. That doesn't mean the club are going to make the right choice, of course. It's just how I felt about the situation. But we've been saying for some time, and I've been saying specifically that I predicted that this is what was going to happen, that he would just leave on a free. And it's not exactly a reach to try and claim with three days left of the window that that is indeed what will happen. Um, so Lacazette is likely to stay and complete his contract at Arsenal and leave in the summer of 2022. However, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang has been linked with moves away from Arsenal in the final days. Both Barcelona and Juventus were linked with moves for Aubameyang. It is still unlikely that he will leave, um, but, you know, we know that the transfer window can be a crazy place. There's no expectation that he will leave. Mikel Arteta wants him to stay. Um, but we could see Barcelona step up their interest should they want to. Sergio Aguero, as we know, is still injured and out until November. They've lost players like Lionel Messi, as we know. Memphis Depay has come in, but they may look at Aubameyang as an experienced option that they want to lead their line for the upcoming season or two. If he leaves, I hope it's for a very decent figure, but it would be strange to see us lose our key striker before the end of the window without much time to bring in a replacement. I very much doubt he will go anywhere. Now, the only possible in that we've got to talk about, sorry, no updates on Hussein Awar, no updates on Trippier, nothing on Emerson. It is very, very stagnant in the world of Arsenal's transfer ins. But Marco Asensio has yet again been linked with a move. Now, we've brought up the links with Marco Asensio a number of times after the Martin Odegaard deal was complete, which tells me that there is clearly an interest from Arsenal in, in Asensio. Whether or not that will step up into anything, you know, tangible and real is yet to be seen. But these links from Spain keep emerging that Arsenal are one of the clubs associated with interest in Asensio. He's a player that can play in a number 10 role in a wider position. And both of those roles are pretty well stacked for us. At number 10, we've got Smith Rowe. We've got Odegaard. Saka can play there too. In the wider areas, we've got Saka again, Smith Rowe again, Aubameyang, Martinelli, Reese Nelson is still here at the moment. We've got options. Pepe too. Lots of players that can play in wider roles for Arsenal. It doesn't make too much sense. And as Doug says, if he can't play right back, What's the point in linking us to him? It is a very, very strange one. And I don't really I don't really think it would be a smart move considering the amount of money. It would be a risk. Asensio, to me, was one of the generational talents about three or four years ago. He suffered with a massive knee injury, which ruled him out for pretty much the entire of the season. He came back at the end of the season, which was affected by the pandemic. So he returned right at the end of the uh, the 2021 year. Uh, scored on his return, but has not been able to really establish himself in that Real Madrid squad. I think he needs to move. He absolutely does need to move from Real Madrid. He needs to be playing week in, week out. He needs to be kind of a star of a team. He needs to be given that responsibility. Not necessarily still this young guy that because he's not. He's now in his mid-20s. There's a real player in Asensio, and he showed that, and he's got some absolutely brilliant potential still. But he needs, he needs regular game time. And I don't think he'd even get that at Arsenal. So I don't necessarily think this would be the right move for him, no matter how much I would love to see Asensio in an Arsenal shirt. Because, you know, I really like the player. And I've followed his career intently over the last few years. But I just don't think that it would be the right move from an Arsenal point of view. And that's all of the news uh, of today. Um, and, and that kind of covers everything. So we do move on to the final part of the show. I'm not going to be around for too long. So I'm still, believe it or not, quite busy today. Um, and so therefore, I'll, 
positive. Just got a negative COVID test is back. So that's good. Oh, I said the word. Uh, <laughs> always make sure you do a test uh, if you have been around lots of people, which I have, but it's come back negative. Um, but in terms of uh, the uh, last part of the show, of course, we'll go through some of your questions and uh, and get some answers to that as well. Let's go to, let's scroll up to Joseph. Joseph joining us again. Joseph is a long-term listener and I appreciate you're joining us again, Joe. Uh, KSE desperate not to let Arteta go because if he goes, they lose a lot of the manipulated fans. They just want him to do the bare minimum to keep this, to still keep those fans, which allows them to avoid criticism. I don't think that they necessarily are avoiding criticism right now, Joe. I think they're arguably under more pressure than they ever have been um, from the fan base. It's a shame that not many people turned up for the protests uh, that we attended, of course, ahead of the Chelsea game to report on it. 30-ish people were there. There was a chance. A real chance for people to show their opposition to the ownership right now. And to be honest, I don't look at this as, you know, people turn around and say, we've spent more money than in, in any previous window. And I asked people that went there about that. But it's the fact that we need more investment than what we've got. We had to invest what we did invest this summer because of how poor previous windows have been. We've had to bring in a backup left back, a backup keeper, extra strength in the centre, uh, central midfield department with Lukonga, an improvement on centre-back, even though we've mishandled the Saliba situation so badly. We've had to spend money in areas that we necessarily wouldn't have had to had we have been a better-run club over the last half decade or more. And now when we've desperately needed to bring in a centre midfielder and a right-back, we are seemingly unable to do that because we have still got players at the club that frankly should not be here. It's it's as simple as that. Uh, Stanley says, you are the best Arsenal content creator. Thanks, mate. I appreciate that. I won't read out your entire comment, um, but I, I really appreciate it. That's really kind of you. Uh, Reese says, didn't Asensio get a really bad injury against Arsenal? Yeah, it was against Arsenal. Um, it was a preseason game, I think, in Florida or I think maybe it was definitely in America. Um, but yeah, that's that's when he first suffered that injury. Uh, Tom says, while a free scoring Aubameyang of old would be fantastic for Arsenal's season, would you accept a swap deal with Barcelona to secure Emerson? I'm not sure, Tom. It's a real difficult question because we would be left with just Lacazette and then we drop down to about, I don't mean drop down as a build kind of quality. It is still a quality drop, but the age drop between Lacazette and Balogun or Martinelli is massive. I'm not sure that I would... Um, I think a lot of people would take that swap, but it's a big, big risk. And we do still need to keep our, our strikers while we have them, if, if, if you know what I mean. Uh, let's go to FW. He says, uh, if we bring no new players, that is a sign that the owners don't want to risk further investment in Arteta. Big Ness says, hi, Tom. Uh, for people like us, football and Arsenal are only a thing for weekends, but not for journos like you. Is it difficult to cover our beloved club during these tough times? Vignesh, I appreciate the, the question of concern. The honest answer is, yeah, there definitely is an element of that. Look, I'm relishing my new job. I'm loving it. It's a dream job scenario. But I would be lying if I said that it is. There is part of me inside that goes of all of the of how long I've grafted to, to get into a position where I've got I can write about and work about Arsenal that they are arguably the worst, and they are not even arguably the worst. They are the worst they've ever been in my entire entire lifetime. Like, I covered the Manchester City game. I was writing throughout the Manchester City game and writing for hours after the Manchester City game with uh, my colleague, Hush. And honestly, it is it can be a real struggle to, to mentally... You're, you are angry, you're frustrated, you just watched your team get battered, but you have to put that to one side and you have to just crack on with the job. I mean, I've sat here and done, what is this, episode 100 and... Is it 120 today? 119. So tomorrow will be the 120th episode that we've done 
every single day pretty much but i think one day and even then i released a, a show the day before just to, to balance it out doing these shows and we've had one of the most underwhelming windows in regards to what we've needed uh in regards to improving the first team that we've ever had it's part and parcel of the job it's why i love it i love the club I, and, and there's nothing no matter who owns it i will still love this club i may have a lot of reticent feelings about the ownership and any possible future ownerships but i love the club and i love working uh, and doing stuff about arsenal because it's i wouldn't change it for the world um amandeep says norwich have loaned in williams from united do you still think aaron's a possibility if we move on hector if we give them the money they want norwich will sell i have absolutely no doubt about that if we offer them 30 million plus or whatever they want for him i'm sure they would sell every player does have a price and eventually that price can cause a sale to happen uh jabu says tom do you honestly think that we can go into a season with a center midfielder if Partey without one i think you mean don't you uh without a center midfielder if Partey is not 100 for the next three games we have only Lukonga and el nenny the honest answer jabu is no and I, I think that's why it's such a massive shame that we've not gone out and signed that center midfielder that's what's really key for me. Uh, Medi says, not a fan of KSC, but Arteta has been backed. Sure, uh, the team, we need to change managers ASAP. Look, to say he's been backed is, you know, he's been backed in the sense of we've spent lots of money, but they're not necessarily starters. So I do, I think there is a caveat there. The problem is, is that we should have pushed harder. Um, I wouldn't say he's been 100% backed. And this is coming from someone that would want to see a change in the management because we've not seen the two key positions that we've needed to bring in brought in. It's not happened. That's that's kind of the problem. If you can't, when you think about the players that we brought in, Erdogan and White are the two starters. And if you think about it, White improves on our defence. How much he improves on our defence over, over David Luiz right now? He's got the potential to be a great defender. He's already a good defender. You would say it's you know it's not a massive upgrade. You would then go to Erdogan and say how much of an upgrade on Emil Smith Rowe is Erdogan? Not much, but it's about the, the strength and depth. Then Ramsdale's just a backup at the moment. Lukonga's a backup. Tavares is a backup. It's it's not like we've massively improved the first team, is it? So I still think that we haven't necessarily seen him backed in regards to a team. But the problem is, it doesn't matter. That it doesn't matter whether he's backed or not because I personally don't see an improvement. I don't see a change. I don't not even a change. I don't see an apparent system. I don't see anything that's telling me that he's the right coach for Arsenal right now. And for that reason, I don't think it matters if we brought in a right back or a centre mid. I don't think things would drastically improve. I just don't think he's getting the best from the team right now. And I think any other club would probably change coaches at this moment in time. Or they would have done it after Villarreal or after last season. Definitely. Christopher says, Tom, would you really want Arteta slash Edu to sign more players in this window? think I'd rather wait for the next manager to bring their own players in in a future window. Look, Chris, the thing is about Edu, and I know Edu gets a lot of criticism. For me, it's more about the things that Edu isn't doing that's the problem. When Edu does do things, I, I'm actually fine with a lot of it. Partey, Erdegaard, Gabriel, um, Ramsdale, White, all of these things I'm fine with. I think they're fine signings. The problem is the things that he's not doing. He's not bringing in the, the centre midfield we need. He's not bringing in the right back that we need. However, were we to bring in one of those positions, I have faith that he would pick the right ones, that they would choose the right ones. That's why my scrutiny is not really going towards Edu right now. It's very much on the ownership for not making some 
very, very simple in my mind decisions. And it's on Arteta for not establishing a genuine style of play after 18 plus months and for making consistent, naive team selections. So my finger doesn't point towards Edu because the things that Edu has done, I don't have too much criticism for. It's the things that he's not done that are an issue. So if we was to sign those players, Chris, I actually think they would be good signings. But it's just, I don't see them happening. And that's the issue. That's kind of the problem. Uh, ben says, assuming one of Abamyang and Laka leaves, would you take a gamble on Martial? I don't think we'd get him, mate. I think he'd cost an insane amount of money. Would I take a risk on him? I don't think Arsenal are in a position where they can afford to take risks with players. I think Arsenal need to be more assured in the signings that they make. Um, it's kind of where we are right now, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> FW says, "What? it's a good question, to be fair. What do you think is a compelling reason for any player to want to join us at the moment? And it's really tough, FW. Money, location are the two main things because you can't offer them competitiveness in the top four. You can't offer them Champions League. You can't offer them Europe. You can't offer them an experienced coach with lots of accolades to their name. Arteta has won an FA Cup, but it's not, you know, it's... He's not like an Ancelotti or a Rafa Benitez or a, a Tuchel or a Klopp or someone of this ilk, a Guardiola. It, it's not the same. Whereas Manchester United, whilst they have a similar situation of a coach that's not necessarily won much, won their Manchester United. And then whether you, you can say all the shady things you like about Man United from a rival perspective, but they are the biggest club in England. And... They have Champions League football and they have Ronaldo now and they have amazing players and they've invested and they've got Bruno Fernandes and they've got a, they've got a clear for me. I know that a lot of Man United fans won't necessarily agree, but I think they're doing a lot better than maybe Man United fans are giving them credit for. A lot better. Contextually against Chelsea and City and then Liverpool, Man United were playing catch-up. And after Sir Alex Ferguson was always going to be difficult and it's been a long, long time. But I think Solskjaer is doing an OK job with what he's got. I think actually he's, he's got some decent results. Yes, things haven't gone his way in certain scenarios like cup finals and semi-finals, but I think that Man United still hold a lot more clout than Arsenal do to try and bring players in. So from an Arsenal perspective, it's money if we can offer them a good contract and it's the location of London. They are genuinely the two. And there is the history of the club, but if you're saying it's between us and anyone else of our rivals, rivals, it's really tough. It's really tough um, to see kind of why they would sign for Arsenal right now. It's really hard to sell this project because the project isn't progressing. That's it. Anyway, I'm going to wrap things up there. I said it was going to be a short one. Thank you so much, guys. We've had nearly 700 of you tune in live uh, concurrently, which is great considering we started this a little bit later in the day. Please do drop a like on the video. I am going to continue these 8 a.m. shows into the season, like 8 a.m. It may be a little bit later in the day, but it may be a little bit more casual, but I am still going to be doing an Arsenal news show every single day fingers crossed as i say it will be a little bit more casual i may have a few more days off because i've committed so much over the transfer window but i am still going to be pushing ahead and giving you guys content as much as feasibly possible hopefully some new cool stuff as well i'm looking forward to the, uh, the podcast this evening i'll be joined by mike from the goonies pod drew from 101 great goals and john from Chicago. Um, so make sure you do tune in uh, this evening at 9.30 UK time. I'll also be on with the boys over on the Arsenal Lounge at 8pm UK, uh, UK time with, uh, with Shaheen, Liv and Mo. So make sure you tune in for that. Always a pleasure to join those guys. Um, but I will see you uh, this afternoon. Drop a like, subscribe, vote for us in the FCAs and join up as a member to help support the channel. Have a fantastic Bank Holiday Monday and I'll see you again very, very soon. And as always, up the Arsenal.
It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.